Hello and welcome to episode 234 of Life Song Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. I'm Phil Ramsey. And I'm Blake Shankle. Thank you guys for being here for another week of Life Song Radio. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Excited about well, today. And I don't know how fine. we can improve upon last week, but if we do, I'm going to get saved again. <laughs> I was thinking Again, of, don't, don't there need to be a first well, maybe, time? Yeah, maybe for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Blake was anticipating that because when I pulled up, I saw the wash tub outside. I think he's going to baptize me before I leave. <laughs> we may have to go into a little bit more theology then, Jim, if that's the way you believe. Deeper theology. You know, no, it's good, man. It was good good Bible study last week. Yeah. We really enjoyed that. Yeah, uh, we started a video on our uh, program. It's on YouTube. We've got a few folks watching, a few comments. Mm-hmm. So kind of yeah. excited about the future. Uh, mother watched it. Sent it. Sent. I sent her a link, and uh, she says, "Now that I would much rather watch y'all do the Bible study than listen on the radio or the podcast." But she's been a faithful listener for years. She has, she, she and she's has. a little partial to me. Uh, well, I would hope so. She'll criticize you too, though, right? No, she, she'll tell me the truth. She got on me the other day. That's okay. She says I ramble a lot. She'll ask me a question, and I'll she's, start. I'll start giving an explanation. She says, "Phil, stop." Answer my question. <laughs> she said, okay. uh, Gotta love her. Jesus is God. That's it. Oh. <laughs> she said, Why don't you let that Jimmy talk more? I just love him. <laughs> yeah. mm. well, she does love me. Yeah, well, we appreciate her listening and all the other listeners as well. And if you we call us. On, we appreciate Lana. Yeah, mom. Mom, mm-hmm. she helped us out with our ferns here. Yeah, she's a flower <laughs> if person. If you can see the, if you're watching the show uh, via YouTube, you can see our ferns here. She is a flower person, so she helped yeah. us out. We had to have some decorations in here. That's it's, right. Is she going to come fancy this room up some more? She might. I don't know. I did all the stuff behind us. So, we can tell. Know. Yeah. Well, well, guys, Romans chapter 5. We touched on what verses uh, 12 through uh, through 14. We really didn't even get through 14. Um I mean, I don't. I don't even know where to start. I honestly don't know where to start this week. Well, we we need to end up with the last sentence, a type, but yeah. just just a slight little review, just a few. Yeah. And like I said, if you get a chance to watch last week's or hear last week's program, uh, go to livesongradio.com. It's just a just a good show. Good show explained a lot, and I learned a lot studying for it. And I was wrong. I had when we came on last week. I said, "Look, I had to apologize. I've been wrong. Been wrong." And I said, "You can go to heaven two ways, right? Never sin, be righteous, or by Christ." So I apologized to our listeners and explained myself. Okay. And then Blake calls me this week and told me I was wrong again. So you want to tell me why I'm wrong? <laughs> well, we said that we always we kind of use this in our witnessing encounters that hey, you must either you be, must be perfect, you know, which no one is, or you know, there's like we said, we two two ways to heaven. Well, actually, there's there's only one way to heaven, mm. and and it is to be perfect. By the way, and that was kind of what we we're it's we're little semantics there, but actually it is. It's you you have to be perfect to go to heaven, and we we explained last week that. No one can be perfect. That's the problem, other than one person who was perfect and whose righteousness is accredited to our account. So, look, there is only one way to heaven, and that's to be perfect. And yeah. and, and guess what? We're not going to do it by our own works. We do it by Christ's work upon the cross and upon his, his even in his, his walk, his whole, just his, his ministry, his death, his burial, resurrection. That's how we're perfect before God. Yeah. It's impossible to be perfect on your own. That's right. By the law. But we are. But we. But in order to stand before God in heaven, you must be perfect. You must be blemish without blemish. And you can't do it on your own. It's that's impossible. right. Never will happen. So that's that's. Just, There's one way, not two that, ways. Right. That's it. Yep. Okay. So Sorry. I'll, anyway. I'll take the rebuke. <laughs> Jimmy, you got. You need to rebuke me before we begin. No, 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 no. I, I won't publicly rebuke you. <laughs> I'll wait till we're finished. <laughs> I've got a list going. Okay. So just a little quick review as we uh, we began with twelve last week. Uh, sin came uh, into the world through one man, and, and that's Adam. He sinned. It was one sin. Simply do not eat of the tree. When Adam sinned, uh, death spread to all men, not by, yeah, 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 by sinning. Yes, they do sin, but ultimately by their physical birth, that's how it spread because we're born in Adam. We're children of wrath. Sin spreads through birth. Mm-hmm. Not sinning. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. So we know before the Mosaic law, sin was in the world. 
So how can sin be in the world without law? Well, we said law written on your heart for everybody. You got the Mosaic law. That just increased the sin and the offenses. But even prior to that, we're born in Adam, and all everybody in Adam is a sinner by birth. Explained that last week. Yep. Check it out. Go back and uh, listen to that. Uh, 14 says, Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even those, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, basically which means God gave Adam a command. Adam disobeyed. You're a sinner because you're born in Adam. No command, no opportunity to obey. It doesn't matter. You're still a sinner by nature. Again, we explained that last week. Check it out. That got us to, we never did really cover uh, the last sentence, maybe just briefly, it says, sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. So we really didn't didn't go through that uh, and explain that. But yeah. before we do, let me pray before we begin. Father, we just thank you for uh, this time that we have here uh, together. I thank you for Blake, and uh, I thank you for Jimmy, and uh, what they mean to me and this ministry, and uh I just pray that you work through them uh, as we uh, go through this study, Lord. And I pray for, pray for our listening audience as we go through the Word, that the Holy Spirit will open our eyes to the truth of what you have us to know. Uh, we just pray for today in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, what does that mean? A type. What does it mean to be a type? Yeah, just basically a pattern, a model. A pattern. Yeah, one, you know, pattern of one who's to come. Mm-hmm. Right, that's kind of what we have. We see this this type. It's not the fullness of something. It's not a exact replica of it. It's just a type. And and you'll hear us probably as we keep going forward. Uh, you'll you may hear this word types and shadows. Mm-hmm. And and we see that as is the Old Testament was 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 basically a type and shadow of Christ. We see Christ in in all the books of the Old Testament. Shadows. The tabernacle was a shadow of things to come. Was a type of Christ. Uh, we see the ark was a type of Christ. Uh, it, it the water, the rains. You know they were judgment and 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 knowing them were safe inside the ark. Right, and so the and we're you know, and there was pitch placed upon the outside of the the ark. So we you know that's a that's a the, what we see is is we see this macro fulfillment. We see micro fulfillments in scripture, but we also see macro fulfillments as well. And that would be a macro fulfillment. Micro, you know, we, we see this shadow of uh, or this type of Christ in 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 the serpent. Uh, um, the Moses raises up the uh, the uh, the serpent in the wilderness, and then and then Noah, and, and so we all these types, but ultimately pointing to Christ and the, him being the full total fulfillment, and, and Adam being a pattern or one like Christ and. And then, so you say, well, he's like Christ. Well, how, do, how does that how does that play out in this scripture today? How does if if Christ is like Adam, or he's a type of Adam? Well, then he must have sin. Well, that's Paul's. We got to understand Paul's train of thought here. So let I just want to take a quick brief and, and explain how Paul's writing this out. Paul in chapter uh, in verse twelve, he he starts off with this this therefore right. So he's explaining how one man can do all this, all being how he can reconcile these all these sinners before holy God, and then he he kind of he you'll see at the end of verse twelve, there's a dash there, there's a hyphen. Well, that's not in the original language because there is no uh, punctuation in the original language. That would be from the translator. So the translators would put that there, allowing us to stop and think. And what Paul's doing there is, in verse 13 and 14 that we went over last week, guys, is is that there's a parenthesis there, basically a parenthetical statement. So Paul comes in, he says this statement, and as he's saying it, he's like, I've got to explain this a little bit more. I need to explain what I mean by death spread to all. And so then he does that, and that's what we went through. But then we come into this, what happens is is, is he, he says this word, type of him. And so I think Paul feels like he needs to explain what he means by that. He needs to make sure, because the question comes is, what, like I said, what do you mean he's a type of, of Adam? What do you mean? You mean he's like Adam? So what Paul here is, is between 15 and between verse 17 is, is again, this is almost like a parenthesis inside of parentheses, if that makes sense. So Paul has two parenthetical statements here, one explaining verse 12, 13 and 14, and verse 15 through 17 explains verses 13, really verses 13 and 14. Does that make sense? Is that's mm-hmm. how he's doing that? And then, and then so, and then verse eighteen really 
the train of thought would be verse 12, skip all the other stuff, and then come to verse 18. Mm-hmm. That would be his train of thought. But in the middle of that, he's like, wait a second, I've got, got to explain this. And now I've got to explain that to explain this. Kind of like we do, we'll, we'll chase a rabbit. Rather, you know, it, our stuff may not make sense in our speaking, but Paul makes perfect sense here. But that's how you're, if I'm explaining something to Phil or Jimmy, and I may say, well, let me explain who this person is before I get to the rest of the story. That's kind of how he's yeah. doing. So he's he's a type. He's he's like, you know, there's there's a pattern, but there's a lot of differences. And we're going to look at the differences. That's right. But they are a like. So what way are they a like? Yeah. Well, Adam represents people. Mm-hmm. Christ represents people. Adam does things that affects people. Christ yeah. does things that affect, affect people. And we're, we'll we'll show the the contrast between between uh, Adam and the last Adam as we go through. That's right. And as we go through these, we're we're looking at I think five different contrasts. We're gonna have we're gonna see the the contrast of the effectiveness of each man's act. We're going to see a contrast in the extent of each man's act. There's a contrast in the efficiency or the provision of each man's act. And there's a contrast in the essence of each man's act. So, so, and there, lastly, there's a contrast in the, in the uh, energizing force of each man's act. So we're going to look at a lot of contrast between Adam and Christ. And that's important. We need to know that contrast there. I mean, because and that's what Paul's pulling from here is he's contrasting. Okay, he's a type, but let me show you where he's totally, he's like mm-hmm. him, but let me tell you, but now he's really just showing how different he is. We know that they're federal representatives of, of, of groups. Adder will be in the federal head, headship of all mankind. In sin, Christ being the federal head of those in Christ, and so we'll explain that. But then he has to contrast that and say, and, and and just real quick before we get into this Bible study, I think it's important to understand key words in here. Mm-hmm. As this is just a good hermeneutic study. Here is is as we going through here. If you've got your Bible out, I've just got several bi- think words that are that are uh, circled and underlined. This will help you kind of uh, outline this a little bit. But but if you look in verse fifteen, you'll see not like. That's a contrast statement right there, not like. You'll see that in verse 16 as well, not like. And like Phil, that's going to go to Phil's points in, in contrasting there. But then you're also going to see in verse 16, much more. Mm-hmm. And then also in verse 17, much more. That's a key word there. And then one more, abound. Yeah. Circle that too, abound, and then abundance of grace. So we're going to we're gonna unpack these words and unpack this scripture here. This is mighty, by the way. This is huge. And we're, we're building, Paul, all he's doing here is, is building off this doctrine of federal headship of Adam and our sins and our, and our depravity, uh, just in our human nature. And he's just going to pull, and, and by the end of it, you're going to be like, how much more great is, is Christ? Yeah. When you say federal head, we talked about that a little bit last week, and I was trying to remember the other verses that I was, we see when uh, Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek. Mm-hmm. The Levites who were in the loins of Abraham paid tithes also, so he was the the head of that. And then the what I was trying to remember last week, and I couldn't think about it, was Achan. When Achan sinned, uh, boy, that was a, a big one. But yet, everybody in his family died as a result of Achan's sin, mm-hmm. and uh, and not only his family, but all his animals, everything he had was killed so yeah, that's that's an important point because we start seeing this 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 federal headship is not something that's new with adam and christ we see that with that we also see it with the kings yeah. phil you and i are in in a bible study together in first samuel and and what is it the people we see where the first king comes along yeah. really with with saul and what did he say saul really is he is the the headship over israel at that time as the king goes so does the kingdom mm-hmm. up till then Really, it was them worshiping straight to God and God determining, you know, them ultimately going straight to God. But now it's it's one. If, if the king's evil, guess what? The whole Israel is yeah. falling right behind that. If the king is good, Israel's good. We start yeah. seeing that. So there's that there's that federal headship theme there throughout the Bible. Yeah. All right. Let's read verse fifteen. You want to read that, Jim? Oh, can I talk now? 
<laughs> I was wondering when you, it's unusual yeah. for you not to jump in. So I was just waiting for you to jump. Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all kind of jumping all over where I wanted to be, but that's okay. That's all right. This is that's how this works. That's how this works. So anyway, verse fifteen. But the free gift is not like the transgression. For if by the transgression of the men, of the one the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man Jesus Christ abound to the many. All right, let's look at these words. The free gift is not like the transgression. Yeah, how, so, how is it not like it? Well, I would say what the free gift is first. Yeah. Right. So what is this free gift he's talking about? And, 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 he, and he uses this word, but. I mean, that's a huge, I mean, he's slamming on the brakes, by the way, what Paul's doing. Yeah, and right. I, I just want to, just real quick, we, we, go, we go deep. We had analyzed these verses. We could easily just skim over them. But but it doesn't get us so anywhere. Much. Yeah, you it, miss so much when, yeah. you, when you do that. And that's why it sounds like sometimes we're we're kind of maybe repetitive at times. We try not to be repetitive, but but we're going a little bit deeper into it. It's like a it's like a lab technique, like a doctor going in and mm-hmm. and doing labs on you, right? You say you may look healthy and all that, but you don't really know the health of that person until you really dive down and start getting you know the yeah. the, the blood type and figuring out everything about that person. And I think I think that makes a very good point that that just a second stop and and move away for just a second what you get with us here in this show is not a sermon this is not just just hitting the the high points and moving over top of something the purpose of this program is to dive deep and to dig deep so that we can understand and and because only digging deep will you ever pull out the hidden gems that, that god has put in his word and so that's why that was that's the purpose of this program so you know yeah it does sound like we get repetitive at times but also uh there's there's a purpose behind all of it yeah yeah absolutely i just want to make that point just because the way we analyze things is a different bible study than probably what you're used to and uh, it's just good free, but, uh, free gift free gift, free gift. grace yeah basically yeah. that's it but you know like you said strong contrast there's there's something that's completely totally uh unsimilar from Christ and and, and Adam here and the, so that's the strong crunch contrast that comes from the word but but the free gift is grace yeah, yeah, and and I think he just pull what he's doing is is exactly Jimmy this free gift, this grace, and he's just pulling that grace. I think from the earlier chapters, from verses nine through eleven, there were how we're justified before God, how he were declared righteous. Right, that's the free gift of grace that he gives us by him being declared. We're being declared, not nothing what we're doing, but this this free gift of of being reconciled, being justified. Right, that's the the free gift that that he says here, like you said, is not like. The transgression again. Here's the contrast. Yeah. So so it's uh, so this verse here is 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 a completely contrasting parallel between Adam and Christ. That started back in verse uh, verse twelve, mm-hmm. and it goes through verse seventeen. So uh, so these verses explain that believers can be certain about their future. You can be absolutely one hundred percent certain about your future, no matter the the destruction and the disaster that 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 uh, Adam brought. Yeah. Absolutely. That tr- that transgression, sorry, but that transgression, I was going to pull off that. What Adam brought, this transgression, this is this is another word for sin, but it's it's this is the fall is what yeah. he's talking about. This but, is and not just a stumbling, but a fall. But say here's here's where it's different. Here's here's where they're different, you know. One is the type of the other, but it's not like the other and so and it can get confusing here in these couple of verses, you know, because he's a type of Christ, he's a type of the one to come, but it's not like the other. And so you're like, what? What are they saying? What yeah. in the world is going on here? But but here here it is. Here's a here simple statement to bring it all together. Adam's one transgression was what disobedience, and the constitution of act uh, of Christ's righteousness is summed up in obedience. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. disobedience and obedience. Right. Right. Yep, that's what we see here. So, so where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Yeah, absolutely. And he's going to get to there. You know, we're going to we're going to we're going to pull up through that. So, uh, but but like you said, for for and here's his explanation for if by the transgression of the one and who's the one that would be Adam. We know that, right? For the transgression of and and, and hey, guess guess what? That's a singular transgression. Isn't it, isn't it something? Uh, one, that's all it took. One sin. That's how holy guess God what the is. Sin is. Don't eat. Yeah. Don't eat. Don't eat the tree. Of good and evil. Yeah. But it the, the sin yeah. is is yeah. a command. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's not we we try to category uh put sins in categories, big sins, little sins, you know, don't commit adultery, don't do this, don't murder. Hey, it's don't eat. 
So, because you know, and I've heard people, and, I, and I'm chasing here, but I've heard people say, "Well, the sin wasn't the uh, was the actual eating. It wasn't. It was the it was the desire to be like God. It was the pride and the and the." You know, falling for the devil's schemes as far as believing what the devil said. No, because the law that God laid down was don't eat. This is what he said. And so when they ate, they broke the law of God. If by the transgression of the one. Which be Adam. Okay. The men, Here's some words that come up. Mm-hmm. Let me read it and then we'll discuss it. The many died. Much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to many. And Paul does this a lot, you know, many and all, all and many. Is all many or is many all? Many is mankind. Yeah, yeah, I know well, here, but he, he, but, but he yeah, uses these things okay. in, in, context, in context really determines mm. uh, what that's many right. is. Yeah, okay. it, that's exactly right. It, it, we, we, and, and knowing other scripture, has that's where this is where our analogy of faith, our scripture, interpret scripture comes into play. Because if you if you read this in one way, you become a universalist. You believe everybody's saved. So I, I get exactly what you're talking about here. What does Paul mean by many? The many, we're, we're, what do we say? Many... He says here, much more, well, excuse me, the many died. Well, that means, I mean, like you said, that's all mankind. Why? Because we've already made, he's already made that argument. Well, I will be a universalist here with this text. That's a universalist. That's a universalist statement. I agree, but the next one you can't be. Universal condemnation. Absolutely. So so everybody died. Every every person died. And and the the word died as an aorist indicative means at one point in the past. That's right. Every man died due to the one sin of one man. Yeah, and you say, and you know what? That that's a great point, Jimmy. And people, you, people that may listen to this, and you know, you may say, "Man, that's drastic. That's that's not fair." But but God's holy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that look look here. If that one point alone sticks today, is that shows you how holy God is, mm-hmm. and how blessed. He will not put up with sin. Well, mm-hmm. think about. I, I said this on a blog the other day. One sin plummeted. All humanity. How 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 serious is God about sin? One yeah. sin of disobedience, yep. and the whole world is yeah. cursed. Not only people die spiritually, physically, eternally, but the world groans. The world is waiting for the curse to be removed yeah. from itself. You yeah. know, it talks about that in Romans eight. And it's not just physical death. And like Jimmy said, this is Aristotle's dead. You look here. You're already dead. Yeah. That's that's why we see stillborn people. I mean, stillborn kids. That's mm. why we see death in the womb. That's that's why we see children dying. Why? Because death is spread to all. Right. Death is and, spread. And when you talk about, well, go back to what you said a second ago, and it's it's just now. Uh, I guess I'm just now paying attention to what you said a second ago. But we're talking about the fairness. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair for all of mankind to die because of one man's sin. Well, if you said it last week, and I don't know if you said it on the show or not, but yes, it is fair. You don't want what's fair, or you do want what's fair, because when you come to salvation, you may not like in condemnation what's fair. You may not like the judgment of God, uh, because the condemnation didn't come from individual acts. You didn't. You didn't necessarily cause the 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 world to be condemned to yourself back when Adam did, and so it's not fair for it to be. It's not fair for it to be placed upon you, but you do want the the to receive the eternal life that mm. was with the the righteousness that somebody else did. That's right. That, that that's was, a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. That's yes. Big, just big. Just let me say this. I meant to say this a second ago. First uh, Corinthians fifteen twenty two. We're talking about the contrast in Adam and Christ. Who is many? For in Adam all die. So also in Christ. Shall all be made alive? Yeah, it's good. Good summarization. In yeah. Adam, all die. Summarization. Yeah. And, and and the verb here, like y'all said, this is a. Would you say past tense? Aorist indicative. Yeah. So this is done. Yeah. Born. You're born spiritually dead. I believe. Yeah. But that, I think that's what. I mean, we, there's no getting around that. I believe. And and this is this is huge to to doctrine right here. If you get if you if you fall away from this doctrine right here. This this doctrine of Adam's federal headship and nature sin nature spread to all humanity, you you miss about thirty other places of doctrine. By the way, 
And looking ahead to the next several verses, I know we're not maybe won't get into them today. I just want to read just just this just the nuggets from the next several verses. Verse fifteen said by one's man says by one man's offense. Verse sixteen says the one who sinned. Verse seventeen one man's offense death reigned through the one. Verse 18, one man's offense, judgment came to all men. And verse 19, by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So, again, it's it's the universal sin and condemnation that came from one man, Adam. So Adam's sin is the direct judicial reason for the for, for just or justice and judge of, judgment yeah. of God to be imposed to all men. That's right. Well, and so what we see here, here's the contrast. The contrast is is death. Death in one man. We know that all died. Okay? But now, here's a great contrast here. Much more. Again, we, we circled that earlier. Much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. Much more. I mean, what a great... Look here. And that, that's important to understand. That I think that's an interesting terminology that we use here. I was telling Phil this there earlier. Is, is Why does he use the term much more? You know, we've talked about this before in our in our um, earlier on in Romans is is that it's it's double imputation, mm-hmm. and this is the imputation that we receive. This is why it's much more. It's not that your sins are just forgiven by your sins just forgiven. Just that just brings you to a sin debt zero. Well, guess what? That, look at that's that's one thing. Yeah, yeah. Adam did one thing. Yeah. Now you said one. There's that's, now we're one and one. Yes. I keep going. But, but Christ says much more. Oh, you got another yeah. something. Yeah. He says I got something else. <laughs> guess what? So so that's the. <laughs> That's that's the assertion of the negative, right? Yeah. There's negative there, not 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 negative in the sense that your sins are forgiven. That's great, but but there's the negative side of the thing. But guess what? There's an a, there's a there's a filling up of your bank account. The righteousness of God, Christ, is is imputed to your account now, and that's what it takes to become right with God. Not just sin debt zero. You have to have the righteousness of Christ placed upon your bank account, made made right before God. Right. So so so. Adam's act, the the one act, brought death to all mankind, right? So, but but Christ's act, it's it's much more. It's greater in 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 the degree of which it of which it's great. So so the greatness of of this act that Christ did, it, it brought eternal life to all of those who would embrace it. So Adam's act brought death to all of mankind, but but Christ's act brought eternal life to all those that would believe. So the salvation in Christ and the salvation that his act ushers in is is far more greater and better than what we lost in Adam. So grace is much more than the sin of mankind. Grace is better than the sin. So the issue here is is the degree of contrast with Adam. It's much more. So the cost of God's gift to us was was whole on Christ's part. Yeah. Well, uh, his uh, his death was one dimensional. Yeah. Okay. Death. One. Hey. Death. What do you got? Death. Christ. Forgiveness of sin. Righteousness. Reconciliation. Justification. justification and it, it just Much it just it ends and it goes and goes and goes so so it's such greater it, let, let me say it like this god's grace greater than man's sin god's grace is greater than man's sin so so the power of death that, the, that, that what adam brought the power of death can be broken but the power of what christ did can never be broken yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's it's sealed in Christ. What he did upon the cross and, and, and once you believe and have faith in him, guess what? We've talked about this justified. That was an act. That's one time you're justified. Never more to be justified again because that's all it had. And then we're going to get into chapter six and Paul's going to go into sanctification. That's what he's going to talk about. How we're made even more like Christ. And that's his work as well. And so yeah, so that that's what you get when you get Christ. You wanna know the you wanna know the riches that you get when you get Christ? Guess what? You get his righteousness mm. not a new car not a new house not all not great health guess what you get his righteousness mm-hmm. and that's the only thing you need to be that's concerned be- that's better that's ba- way better heir to the, th- the throne man heir mm-hmm. to the kingdom that's what we have so much more that's why paul uses that much more and then he goes on and he says guess what it's a gift it's a gift oh, man what how great is that you're a, just look at the contrast there death and grace you're dead you're dead Dead right, death reigns, and I want, I'm gonna look here. I'm gonna give you eternal life. What? What do you mean? But I have the sin curse. I'm gonna give you eternal. That's grace. So, so God is is extremely serious about His glory. Big time. So He's yeah. gonna get His glory, whether it be 
uh, out of a believer, uh, a sinner becoming a believer, and or or he's going to get glory out of of, of uh, imposing his judgment mm-hmm. upon a, on a sinner who never turns to Christ. Never, uh, so, but what I'm saying yeah. is, is his delight. God delights more, uh, so much more in His grace than in His judgment. Absolutely, absolutely. He's going to get oh, glory yeah. out of his judgment, but he he, he, he delights more in that grace. Uh, he much rather give us. He much rather. That's yeah. what he. I mean, that's that's the whole. That's the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's the redemption story. That's mm-hmm. the scarlet thread throughout all of it. I mean, even receiving glory when his son was crucified upon the cross. Right there, are people cussing him and all that, and he, you know, and and so in the next man. I mean, he's just glorified in that. And how, how you say he's glorified through death because. Man, he brought he brings righteousness with that. He brings forgiveness of sins with that reconciliation. So, yeah, so, so the point is, and, and we'll we'll move on to the next verse or move on to the next yeah. part. But but the idea is that this this grace, what man did was worse. What God did was is what's best, right? What Adam did is worst. What Christ did is best. So Adam. Or, or Christ becomes the new federal headship. Yeah. Christ is the new federal representative for believers, and that offers so much something so much more greater than what Adam offered. That's right. So in Adam, here's what we have: what we have, Adam, the federal head, the first, our great 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 grandfather, right? In Adam, we have God starting a generation, but in Christ, we possess regeneration. So the victory of Christ is so much more greater than the defeat of Adam. Yeah, um, and and and. It is. I mean, that's that's what he's saying here. That's the contrast here. And look here, and it says it bounds to the many. This goes back to the point that Phil was trying to make earlier is, is okay, hmm, well, he used many here. It said earlier, it says the many died. But now it says abounds to the many. Okay, well, we've already established hmm. that many means all. All. And then many, many, but the next many cannot mean all. Well, if, if it does, then, all. then the same all as Adam's all. Then everybody's saved. Do you want to talk about it? Well, let me just read it. Can I read this? Isaiah fifty three. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see he will see it and be satisfied. By his knowledge the righteous one, my servant, will justify the many, as he will bear their iniquities, and therefore I will allot him a portion with the great, and he will divide the booty with the strong, because he poured out himself to death. He was numbered with the transgressors, yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. So, many. There we see the word many. What is many? I believe it's very clear. Those many are those who are in Christ. That's not the entire world. That's those who have who uh, have been justified who have faith who have come to him in faith and repentance those people are justified they are many by the way the same word the same word that's used here uh is 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 spoken in in jesus's words in matthew 26 verse 28 for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for forgiveness of Mm -hmm. sins it's Mm -hmm. the same word so it's all those who would believe yeah, that's and, what the word. I mean, there's a lot of people that disagree with that, and yeah, well, they go two different, you know, two different avenues about the atonement and and all of that. Well, that I, well, yeah, I'll say this. I mean, John ten says, John ten eleven. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd comes to lay his life down for the sheep. Yeah, that's specific. That's yeah. specific because he's already made. Uh, he's already said there's there's difference in the sheep and the and the, and the wolves. We know that he comes to lay. For the sheep. Sheep and the goats. Yeah, the sheep and the goats. And he says, look here, I'm the good shepherd. This is verse 14. And I know my own and my own know me. And then he says here, like he says, I, even as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them and also they will hear my voice. Gentiles. Yeah. So, I mean, th- th- we, we use good hermeneutics here. Understanding that Paul is is using a literary style here with many and many. He's just playing off that. But yet, when we pull in other scripture throughout all of the Bible, we understand that Christ isn't... Look here, he didn't die for for all. He didn't die for all. And, and salvation is not of all. Because we know not everybody's in heaven today, by right. the way. That, that's how that's how we well, if, all, if all are justified, then yeah. all would be in heaven. Then there is we, no hell. Yeah, we know that all are not justified. That's right. Exactly. Mark ten forty five. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yeah. 
which is a that's lot. That's it. That's a good people. verse. It's <laughs> a, a good, lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's Isaiah fifty three. I mean, yeah. if we want to go back to the Old Testament, well, so yeah. So, so, so again, yeah. again, hermeneutics, good context. Well, so uh, that's how Paul does it. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, boom, it's great. Boom. It's great literary style. It's what he does in the Greek. So, uh, moving on, sixteen. So we have that first contrast right there, right? Death and grace. Phil, you said you had some contrasts. Was that did that hit your what you were talking uh, about earlier? My notes. Yeah. Uh, effectiveness of uh, a man's act. Yeah. Contrast. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Well, verse sixteen, Jimmy, get that. I got it. The gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the one, for on the one hand, the judgment arose from one transgression, resulting in condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift arose from many transgressions, resulting in justification. Hmm. Yeah. So we see Loaded. again here. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. He's well. He says the gift is not like. Here's our, they're not like again. Mm-hmm. Again, a, a, a contrast statement. It's a second one. That's right. A yeah. contrast statement. So the gift, again, going back to. This gift of grace, we know that, right? Kind of in context here. We know this is this gift of grace here. And he says, the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. Mm. Okay, again, who's the one who sinned? Well, that's Adam, right? And so this gift is not like that. Okay, well, how? So now Paul explains, for on one hand, we see the... The judgment arose from the transgression resulting in condemnation. Let's just stop right there and focus on that, okay? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So here's the here's the ha- one half of this this verse here. Well, we've we already see. said it. We beat it to death. Adam's first sin brought condemnation on everybody. Judgment. What is judgment? Guilty. Mm-hmm. Right? Would you agree? Yes. What's the judgment? The mm-hmm. judgment is guilty. Now, what happens because of that? Condemnation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the one offense was the basis of, of judgment, of God's judgment. The one offense. Yeah. It, and that's, the, you know, again, again, the what? one judgment arose from the one transgression. Right. The one judgment. There's not any more. The judgment is upon. He's. He's. Look at. We talked about this earlier too. You're probably gonna say what I'm gonna say. Yep. No, gonna say no. No. We were talking about Christ says I didn't come oh, to. It. Yeah. I didn't come to, <laughs> to judge. Yeah. I did not come to uh, judge the world or, or condemn the world condemn. because the world is condemned already. Why are they condemned? Here's well, the verse ready. right here. That's, right. That's great. Yeah. So I'm, Jesus look. comes to the to the world not to say you're doing wrong, you're doing wrong, you're doing wrong. Oh, you're sin. Now you're condemned. He says no. It's already done. No. Everybody. 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 Everybody's already condemned. Yeah. I come to say. Yeah. Now who's a sinner? Come to me. Yeah. That's are it. you a sinner? Are you good? You depending on your good works? Or do you know that you fall short? You fall short, you're thirsty, you're hungry, come to me. I'll give you water, you'll never thirst again. I'll give you food, you'll never hunger again. Sinners, come to me. Yep. I'm not going to judge you, I'm not going to condemn you. Why? Because you're in Adam. That's already done. I come to save. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. I mean, John 3, 17, 18, for those wondering yeah. where that where that come from? We just wasn't making that up. We <laughs> just didn't make it up. It's actually in the Bible. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. So absolutely, resulting in condemnation. So here's the one part of it that we we're going to see. Here's the here's the um, the comparison here. We see from one man there's condemnation, but guess what? Look here. Are y'all finished with that yeah, statement right yeah, there? Yeah. Good. So result. Here's the result. It results in condemnation. Boom. When the ju- transgression, you're condemned. And we've already gone through that in Romans chapter one and verse in chapter two. Do you have but, a definition for uh, condemnation? By the way, y'all got it's doomed. You're doomed. Punishment and doomed. But hey, you're guilty, and because of the guilt, now there's punishment and doomed. Eternal damnation. That's it. Yeah. So, so, uh, but again, here we go. We got this Mm. here. But on the other hand, great. Mm. Uh, Mm. Yeah. On the other hand, so two hands here. The free gift arose. Arose, rising high from many transgressions, resulting in justification. Hmm. Well. That's big. Mm. Okay, so we have, here's the contrast here, okay? But on the other hand, the free gift. What's this free gift? Well, we've talked grace. about it. Yeah, grace. Then, And that it's really free gift. Remember, justification is not, not look here, it's not receipt. It's not giving. It's not. Um, uh, um, You're not getting justified. Right. He's, decla- he's declaring you yeah. righteous. Yeah. God doing the work for you. So yeah. that's the gift here. It's, it's it's all of it wrapped up into it one at once. Reconciliation, right? Righteousness, justification. So, um, and this is so beautiful, man. I mean, if you really look at it, I mean, Adam's one sin brought condemnation to the whole world, but but Christ comes and justification comes and has brought 
by 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 him dying for not only Adam's original sin but also all of our personal sins. Yes. Yes. Which are many transgressions. That's what I'm saying. That's what it means. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, there's your contrast. Mm-hmm. Adam's one sin and now we have Christ dying for many sins, including, right. including Christ, the original Adam, sin. That's right. that's right. Okay, resulting in justification. We got any more comments on that verse, y'all? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean Justification, and we've already went through that. There's no sense in, you know, of us zeroing in, zeroing in on that and any more depth. If you want to hear more in depth on justification, go back to the previous uh, episodes because we've definitely gone through that in All great right. detail. Let's read the next verse. For if by the transgression of one, who's one? I'll play Blake here. Who's the one? Adam. Okay, good. Good students. By the transgression of the one, death reigned through the one. Here's that word. Much more those who receive the abundance hmm, the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one. Who is that? Adam. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Read the wrong one. <laughs> that would be bad theology. Yeah, Sorry. That with a bad hermeneutics there. Yeah. So for if Sorry. Or if that that that's such a good you can say since it's just we're mm-hmm. assuming what was just previously said we're assuming that's true, and so since uh, because of one man's trespass the 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 original violation of Adam, uh, so so the Greek grammar here indicates that uh, this statement of death reigns because of Adam's transgression. We don't need to go more in depth than that. But, but go ahead. Death. What is the. Uh I mean, when you look at Scripture, when I study, we look at words, Mm -hmm. and then we look at the opposite. So we can really learn, like we talked about earlier, we talked about peace. We have peace with God. If you don't have peace, then there's war, right? Uh, So, and I'm looking at here, I'm looking at death, all right, for by the transgression of the one, Adam, death reigned. What What is the opposite of death? I mean, what is the opposite of death? Death, the opposite of death is life. Right, right. So we see here death reigned. So reigned is a pretty big word. It means to rule as a king, complete authority. We don't, here in America, we don't really get that. You go to another country where they, they operate by kings and authorities, you're under that authority. So in Adam, death reigns. Death is your master. He, death is your authority and you will not escape death. You know why? Because the funeral homes are in business and they get new customers every day. Yeah. One out of one die. Death <laughs> is the king. Yep. That's right. And Adam. And it's interesting that when you look at the grammar here is uh, death reign, that, that phrase is aorist tense. So in the past, at one point when Adam sinned, okay, now death reigned mm. because of Adam's sin. So death reigned through one man, Adam. So his sin brought the physical and spiritual death to all of us. That's the, we talked about it. It's the universalism of the Bible. You know, We don't have a universal salvation, but we do have a universal condemnation. condemnation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so. I think death, if we look at it, it really speaks of it, it's separation. You're right. I think it's separation. Physically of the soul from the body and spiritually of the soul from God. So death means, and I say in spiritual death, it's separation. Yep. If you, you look it up, it means non-responsive. So we're, we're non-responsive. We're dead to Christ. Uh, that's our condition of birth. But to be physically dead, your body is separated from your soul. Yeah. You, there's a separation there. So I believe that's what that... Uh, what death means well you know god intended adam to reign over the world he and he, when he created adam he intended him to to be the the king basically to to rule over mankind but his sin caused what death to reign over him mm-hmm. and so death is supreme and so nobody's going to escape it because death is sovereign without the grace of god and did you know this that i mean adam at one point in time was a righteous man mm-hmm. He was a right. He wasn't. He didn't have Christ righteousness, but he was a righteous man because he had at one time in the world. And that's you know, I don't know how long that lasted, but he had no sin in his life, so he was righteous. But yeah. to go to heaven, you got to have Christ righteousness. We're talking about death. I think I want to read this verse and then pull into the rest of this uh, verse, I mean, chapter two of Ephesians. It says, "And you were dead in your trespasses and your sins." And that's speaking to believers there, meaning you're not dead anymore. 
Right. And that's a that's a spiritual death as well. And I think that pulls in what Phil was talking about earlier is, is there's this physical death, but but we've already gone through this this we know in Adam we're spiritually dead as well. Everyone's spiritually dead, and I, and I think this is what's great about this. You got something you want to read? You finish, and I'll add this. I was just going to go into this. I, that was just going to lead me into it, so read it. Yeah. Well, you were dead in the trespass. So we, we say the word dead. In one, in which you once walked. Yeah. Dead men walking. Yeah. They're not physically dead. They're spiritually dead. So the dead man were walking. That's right. And I was speaking to somebody about that a while back, and we were talking about the word dead. He said, well, how can they be dead when they're walking around? This is why they can be dead. Mm-hmm. They're, they're spiritually dead. They're walking around. And, and if you keep reading this, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of my rest of mankind, but... God rich in mercy because of the great love which he he loved us even when we were dead. Hmm. Not physically. Can't be physically because we're walking around and sinning and feeling, fulfilling the passions of our flesh. Even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive. The opposite of death, by the way. Made us alive together with Christ. And here's the word. By grace yeah. you have been saved. Yeah. Hmm. That that just and look here that that's exactly right and that goes right into what Paul's saying here, but much more, hmm. much more. Those who receive those those that's that's those are those who have faith in Christ. Yeah, those who have faith in Christ receive the abundance of grace. Guess what? You're you're just a receptor. You come with open hands. Hmm. Of faith. You come with open hands of faith. He says you'll receive the abundance of grace. Look here, he's pulling in all, he's pulling in justification. He's pulling in righteousness. He's pulling in all these redemption, the, the reconciliation. That's what he's pulling in here. And of, again, here's this gift, the gift of righteousness. Will reign, guess what, look here, death no longer reigns. Hmm. But look what reigns in your life now. Reigns and you're forgiven of sins. Sin debt brought to zero, but guess what? Much more. Yeah. Grace reigns. Uh, the gift of righteousness, it reigns in your life through Christ, yeah. the one. This writer here says, pretty pretty neat, In Adam we lost our kingship, but in Jesus Christ we reign as kings. Man. And we reign much more. Our spiritual reign is far greater than Adam's earthly reign, for we share share abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. I thought that was pretty good. So we've gone from being paupers. We've gone from being, if, if, you're, if you're a believer in Christ today, guess what? You've gone from death to life. This is this, is the, this, is this contrast here that Paul's bringing is, is Adam and Christ. In Adam, you're dead. In Christ, you're made alive and you're made righteous. You are, you are bound with the riches of grace and mercy. That's, that brings us to our knees and in worship of him does it not yeah absolutely knowing who we were and knowing that there's no works involved in this other than the work of christ Mm -hmm. yeah i mean this word grace uh is used three times here in these verses Mm -hmm. that we've looked at and grace always comes through jesus it's always going to come through christ it's always free it's always abundant it's like it's like being in the ocean and going out and getting on the waves, but the waves just start hitting you upside the head, but they don't ever stop. And you just keep getting pounded and pounded by the way. That's the abundance of the grace that God has given us. And when he gives it, it's a gift. He don't hold back. No, he doesn't. It's a it's a gift, man. If I come up and said, hey, Jimmy, give me a gift, bro. Give me a new pair of shoes. I need you to give me that. I'm going to go buy the cheapest pair that I can, but that's not what God did. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, no, you, he. Look, yeah, no, he. If he, I demand a gift, then the gift isn't free. A mm-hmm. free, a free, a grace is a gift. Gifts can't be demanded. They can't be earned. They can't be bought, or it's not a gift. Yeah. So if I have to do something to get it, then it's not a gift, and it's not free. That's right. We need to think about that. We really do. I mean, this this goes to the doctrine of. Of Adam's federal headship, mm-hmm. this goes to the doctrine of, of, uh, of, of what Ephesians talks about, and 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 you were chosen before the foundations of the world, 
right? Given as to free gift of Christ, we've we've gone through this, and in, in our Roman study is, is you're justified by it's coming down from God as a free gift. That's what we're justified by. What He does, mm-hmm. why it's upon Him. And, and look here, it's upon it's the Holy Spirit who works in your life. We we haven't even done a study on that, but it's the Holy Spirit who draws you. And 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 look here, we and it's used by the means of of, of faithful believers who spread the word of God. That's how we come to know the, in the knowledge of Christ is is by the word of God. Yeah. And Holy Spirit opens the eyes. He unveils you. Guess what? He leads you from death to life. He brings you from darkness to light. That's what he does. And 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 we and we reach out and finally the veils open and we reach out in faith and repentance and a godly sorrow and we trust in Him. And guess what? We're not in Adam anymore. When you believe in faith and you trust that you're a full life and salvation in Christ, you're in Christ. Yeah, let's let's let me explain this again. Go back to what you said about Adam earlier. Adam had righteousness. What type of righteousness did Adam have? Wasn't God's righteousness? No, that's the key here. That's the difference. Adam had some righteousness about him. God created him, and he was a righteous man. But Christ gave us the status of being of of obtaining and having the ability to obtain God's very own righteousness. That's where this abundance of grace comes in. We've got super grace now. We don't have the 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 righteousness that Adam had. The righteousness. So God, Christ didn't just just restore our position that that Adam lost. But he gave us an eternal status before God. We're it's a greater position than we're in now than what Adam was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so, so I mean, um, I think to sum it up here, like we were talking about, well, I mean, Paul again he he explains what the type is. He's a type of Adam, but we know that it's only a type in that he's a federal head of those who would believe. And so then he then he explains these contrasts, and I think it's great. Just what I mean, I hope you've learned something through this. This and I have is just the contrast: who you are in Christ and who you are in Adam. And it's so important to get this doctrine of Adam's federal headship in us, because if we lose this, then we we lose. We look here. Understand that in Adam, when Adam fell, it was not just a stubbing of the toe. This was a great fall. This was a fall from a fifty-story building. And and he and it was so 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 harsh of a fall that it brought sin to all mankind. It affected the mind. It affected the will. It affected the heart. It affected the affections of the heart. And that, guess what? It spread to all mankind like a like a sick disease, like a snake bite that goes through all of the whole body. It, it, it infected it. And one sin. One sin. One sin. And that just shows you how holy God yeah. is, and how He's and he, and it says and it go, just because of that one sin, all judgment upon mankind. And so that 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 right there should open our eyes to how holy God is and how He doesn't take lightly to sin today. No, is, is, is any of y'all sinned today? By the way, absolutely. absolutely. You've sinned today. Yeah, I've sinned since I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all would agree with that. Yes. We talked before the show. <laughs> so so uh that one sin, just like Adam's, yeah, could have is enough to plummet all human I don't care what the sin is. You know, like I said, we put them in categories. Big sins, little sins, you know. Little white lies. Guess what? Little white lie sends the whole world into condemnation. But that's how how holy God is. Mm-hmm. But but what Jesus did is so much greater. Yeah. Yep, that's than, it. And so that's the key. I watched a video this week, and, and this guy, they were talking about money, and they were talking about stocks and bonds or whatever, and this one guy who was a billionaire was talking about this big conference that he had went to, and he said, uh, you have to be a certified billionaire to even attend this conference, to even have an invitation to, to get in, to get attendance. And so thinking about that, you know, on this um, in, in this sense, is if I walked up to that uh to that conference and I, I walked in the door and I wanted to go in and they said, all right, what's your bank account look like? And they look at my bank account. They see that it's absolutely empty. My bank account. So you, so you have no status here. You, your, your bank account is empty. You have nothing to offer. You have nothing to credit before the people here. So you have no reason to be here. But then what if that one guy walked up that was putting the show on and said, wait a minute, what's your bank account number? And I gave it to him, and he puts a billion dollars in it. And he says, all right, now you have a billion dollars in your bank account. Now it's no longer empty. Now you have the status and the title of a billionaire. Now you can come in. Yeah. So yeah. not only did he invite me into his, thing, his, his, uh, his conference, 
but he gave me the status in order to be invited in. That's what God has done for Absolutely. us in Christ. And, and that's the question today, and we'll leave it with this, is, is who, are you, who, are, who are you in today? Are you in Adam? Are you in Christ? Decision you need to be making. Understand. If you're in Adam, guess what? Man, it, 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 you're, you're going to hell. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And, and guess what? The offer stands today that trust in Christ. Repent, have godly sorrow. Repent, repent of your sins. Say, God, I, I, I'm, and I know who I am. I'm wretched. I'm jacked up. Yeah. Man, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm going to hell. But I want, but I, but I want what you have to offer in yeah. Christ Jesus. If you have the Son, you have life. I was, I was telling somebody today, and you were sitting at the table when I was telling them the other day. We got a couple of minutes. I'll just tell you what I. Yeah. What I, there was this guy who, uh, <clears throat> rich, rich guy, nice guy, rich guy, loved art. He had one son, loved his son, you know, and he was just a great, great kid. And this guy was a wealthy man, had a lot of, uh, I don't know, he just collected artwork. His house was just loaded with paintings, and I mean, these were big-time paintings. And uh, the only the only fam- family member he had left with his son, his son died. And, uh, and it wasn't uh, long after that that the father ended up dying, too. And so they, uh, he had a will, and they had a big estate sale, and uh, they were going to sell all the paintings. So all the people, the, the town came out because this guy had so much stuff. You know, he had the will there, and there was the, the lawyers. And they, and before they started the auction, the first thing that came up was a portrait he had painted of his son. And this was the first thing that they were going to auction off. And so they brought the uh, the guys, walked around holding up the picture of the son, and Really, didn't nobody want that, you know? Mm-hmm. They see all this other artwork that they thought was a lot more valuable. And so he holds up the sun, he walks around and, and shows people, and, and nobody's bidding. And about five minutes into it, there was a guy that worked for the rich guy. He said, you know what? I'll take, I'll take that picture. Yeah, I'll, 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 be, I'll, I'll give you this much money for it. And so he gave him the money, and, and all of a sudden, the gavel went down. Auction over. And then the lawyer stood up and read the will. The will says, whoever hmm. has the son gets it all. Yeah, that's good. Do you have them all? Do you, are you in Christ? Come to Christ. Trust him. Not only believing with your lips, but are, hey, you got to forsake this world. Following him. And guess what he says? Man, guess what's going to happen, Phil? Man, it's going to be rough. But you have eternal life. Mm-hmm. And just keep watching. It's coming. Mm-hmm. There's an inheritance. You get some of it now, but you got a lot more coming. Oh, man. It's much more. Much more. Much anyway, more. we got to go. Y'all, it was a great show. Mm-hmm. Amen. I uh, enjoyed it. Uh, we are uh, now, as of right now, videoing our program. So you can, uh, we link. It, or, let me talk to our webmaster. Who's our webmaster at the table? Raise your hand if you're the webmaster. <laughs> I think you might not. <laughs> uh, so we're we're linking our uh, YouTube videos on our Facebook page until our webmaster. I won't. I'm not going to say his name. I'll just say his initials, Jimmy Hicks. <laughs> You're giving me more work to do on top of. I don't even keep up with getting the radio show yeah, on the so, website. So hopefully we'll have these videos uh, linked up on our website. If you if you go there and you don't see it, you can listen to the podcast. If not. Uh, go to our Facebook. They're going to give you my phone number. Yeah, go go to our Facebook page, and we'll we'll link the audio and the videos. They're also www.lifesongradio.com. Yeah, Be check sure and check it out. And mm-hmm. hey, give us an email. Blake, close yeah. us out and pray. Our Father God, man, what a um, just one word you've you've uh, laid upon Paul's heart to. Uh, to a pen and and what a privilege it is to be able to read it and to be able to understand it today with the spiritual eyes father that we can look through it through the lens of of the holy spirit father and to be filled with it father we thank you for that lord we thank you for 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 the gift of grace for the gift of righteousness father for the gift of justification how you declare us righteous lord uh we 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 uh we can only offer our sins to you that's all we have to bring we're in in Adam. That's that's it. We're wretched, vile sinners, Lord and uh, Father. We lay them at the cross, and we just thank you for Christ's atoning work upon the cross and His blood being shed, Father. Us being reconciled, His His righteous life as He walked this earth, Father, and the and the the resurrection. 
We, we praise you for that. I pray for our listeners today. If, if anybody finds themselves lost today, if anybody finds themselves in Adam, I pray that they cry out to you in, 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 in godly sorrow and look to Christ and cling to Christ like it's their parachute and their life depended upon it. Uh, thank you for, uh, for us being in Christ and for you uh, lavishing us with your riches. It's through Christ I pray. Amen.